Coined by Paula Smith in 1973, Mary Sue is a pejorative term used by writers and readers of fan fiction to describe protagonists who are believed to be thinly disguised versions of the fanfic author's idealised self. There is no outright consensus as to Mary Sue's character type. Invariably, however, Mary Sue is female. She is said to be difficult to identify with, poorly constructed, without depth. She is associated with narcissism and or wish fulfillment. I read that fear of creating a Mary Sue may be restricting and even silencing some writers. I don't know if I should be sending this to you, wrote one young author in her cover letter to a magazine. I'm afraid it's a Mary Sue, only I don't know what that is. On the iconic cover of her book, How to Suppress Women's Writing, Joanna Russ lists in a large italicised tangerine font a set of common objections to female authored works. Among them, she wrote it, but look what she wrote about. The bedroom, the kitchen, her family, other women. She wrote it, but she isn't really an artist and it isn't really art. It's a thriller, a romance, a children's book. It's sci-fi. Inside, men and women, whites and people of colour do have very different experiences of life and one would expect such differences to be reflected in their art. I wish to emphasise here that I am not talking vis-a-vis sex about the relatively small area of biology, but about socially enforced differences. Russ shares an anecdote. She is on a creative writing MA committee of three professors. The other two professors are male. The committee has the unenviable task of reading approximately 200 manuscripts during the university's admissions period. In part one of the anecdote, Russ recalls disagreeing with her two male colleagues on the believability of a short story by a woman which ends with the female protagonist lying in bed next to her sleeping husband, wishing she had the courage to mutilate him with a piece of cooking equipment. In part two, Russ remembers being impressed by a woman's poem in which a girl returning home from a date with a boy she does not like, throughout the evening the girl has had to work at it opens the white refrigerator in her mother's kitchen to find that its interior is entirely covered with red cabbage roses. The male professors find the anger of the story's protagonist overstated and the poem's essential image unrecognisable, disengaged. Neither woman is admitted to the creative writing course. Russ again. If women's experience is defined as inferior to, less important than or narrower than men's experience, women's writing is automatically denigrated. She wrote it, but look what she wrote about becomes, she wrote it, but it's unintelligible, badly constructed, thin, spasmodic, uninteresting, etc. A statement by no means identical with she wrote it, but I can't understand it. In which case, the failure might be with the reader. Thus, Mary Sue becomes, in my eyes, an unwitting embodiment of the double standard of content. I note that in literary fiction, when a female writer's female protagonist is considered up to scratch, she is often taken to be a thinly disguised version of the author's non-idealised self. Something like, a woman who tries to invent in literature will fail, 
whereas a woman who succeeds in writing is believed to have done so to the extent that she has been able to accurately portray the details of her own life. She wrote it, but the protagonists all her, a Mary Sue. I begin to collect quotations, responses. Among them, interviewer, could you say a little more about the relationship of your fictional characters to you, their author? The usual prurient question about how autobiographical an author's fiction is is especially tempting in your case. Laurie Moore. Why is the usual prurient question especially tempting in my case? Is it really? Interviewer. So, tell me. Your new book, it features a woman who is from the islands, who has a husband who's a composer. They live in a northeastern town. She has two kids. Sounds a lot like you. How autobiographical is it? Jamaica Kincaid. It's not about me, but it's about things that I'm familiar with. And I hope a reader coming to it doesn't look for clues about anything that happened to me. It's about something deeper. My own self... My own everyday life is sort of very untidy and smelly and kind of revolting, really. Interviewer. Roland Barthes writes, Every biography is a novel that dares not speak its name. Is the unnamed narrator of 90s actually called Lucy? Lucy Ives. The narrator's name could be Lucy, but her name is certainly not Lucy Ives, or at any rate she isn't me. The narrator doesn't have a life in the same way that you or I do, which is, of course, obvious, but all the same, I want to say that I don't intend for this narrator to have a life. I intend for her to tell this story. Sharon Olds. I would use the phrase apparently personal poetry for the kind of poetry that I think people are referring to as confessional. Apparently personal because how do we really know? We don't. Rachel Cusk. The misuse of the term narcissism in relation to my work is nauseating. My life is the trash going into the incinerator to power the book I'm trying to write.